Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to High Ticket Podcast Rebels. And in this episode, I was just out walking on the beach with one of my buddies, Nate, and we had a really interesting conversation about his business. And through just speaking about one particular principle, he got incredibly excited, you know, wanted to go back to his house and write down all of these notes. And it's really something that I work with for every individual client the first moment that we begin working together. And that's what I want to share with you guys today. The very first thing that you should focus on when trying to fix and grow your business. Let's dive in. Welcome to High Ticket Podcast Rebels, where we cut the crap, laugh at our own jokes, and show high-ticket coaches just how easy it is to build a 30K a month coaching business using nothing but a podcast. Ready to scale your coaching business to multiple six, seven, or even eight figures? Let's go. All right, guys, welcome back. And like I said, we were out on the beach walking this morning. And uh, this is actually something that I've been getting into the practice of in the last couple of weeks is moving more. You know, my trainer, Dior says to me, Jamie, you work out three times a week and spend a lot of money getting trained by me. If you just walked every day, we'd be getting to the results a whole lot faster. So I've been trying to make time to go out and do these morning walks. And luckily, uh, another entrepreneur actually moved to Tamarindo in Costa Rica uh, a while ago. We're actually getting a lot of entrepreneurs that are moving here. Hashtag move to Tamarindo. And um, what's really great is that, you know, every morning he wakes up and he says, hey, let's go for a walk. And so we've been walking on the beach and, you know, having conversations. And it's everything from talking about relationships to what's going on in our men's circle this week and amongst other things. But this morning we sat down and he was talking to me about his business. And as we were walking up and down the beach, you know, um, I ended up going a little bit into coach mode. Coach Jamie came out to play and we started talking a little bit about his business. And one of the biggest things that I recognize as most business owners, and you can probably resonate with this if this is you, we are very, very good at fixing other people's marketing and coaching challenges, but we're often very bad at doing that for ourselves. And often we know all of this stuff, we know all of this information, but we need somebody else to pull it out of us. You know, it's one of the reasons that I spend so much money on coaching is that I know how to do a lot of this stuff because I help my clients do it, but I can't always see it for myself. My, one of my favorite coaches, he calls this the cobbler's kid has no shoes, right? The guy that makes shoes, his kids ain't got any shoes, right? And uh, it's the same for us in business. And so as we're walking up and down this morning, Nate's talking about, you know, he wants to go and do this uh, amazing launch and he wants to, you know, go and partner with a lot of these therapists so we can get the product out there. And one of the very first things I asked him is, Nate, you know, what problem are we trying to solve? And he spent a little bit of time talking about, well, you know, I'm seeing people need this and seeing people need that. And I said, no, not your clients and the potential prospects, not what they are trying to solve, but what are you trying to solve inside of your business? And it took him a second and he, and he stepped back and he said, well, I think I'm just trying to find more clients. I said, okay. And so we talked a little bit about what he's currently doing to get clients. I got a little bit more um, clear on what he's doing in his business. And one of the very first things I asked him is, well, what type of client is it that you want to attract? And we talked about his clients and we talked about, you know, he actually helps people specifically couples in relationships, you know, to get in a better place in their relationship, to really enjoy their relationship more. And we, and we talked a little bit about this and I said, okay, so, so you told me a little bit about your customers, 
But what are some of the challenges you have when you speak to people on the phone? He said, well, some of the challenges I get is, you know, sometimes I'll talk to somebody and, you know, they get to the price and it's overwhelming. Or, you know, I, I speak to somebody and they're like, wow, this is cool, but it, like it's too expensive. He's getting a lot of pricing objections. And I said, ah, interesting. So where are you finding these people? And he talked a little bit about his avatar. And he said, well, my avatar is somebody that's been to therapy and they have found they've done about 12 weeks of therapy, you know, with their uh, counselor and their wife and they're doing it together. And they begin to feel like they're, they're losing a little bit of progress. And so they're looking for something that is not as expensive as therapy, but is going to help them to pursue and correct their relationship. And he explained this to me. I said, oh, interesting. So the market that you're going after is somebody that feels like 600 bucks a month is too expensive. And he said, huh, I guess it is. And I said, would you, how would you categorize that market? Would you say that that is a, you know, a really rich marketplace, kind of like a, like a medium, like middle-class working place, or is that like a poor marketplace? He said, well, kind of medium to poor. And I said, well, yeah, I, I think poor market, right? The people that he was trying to serve, the people he was attracting, the people he was trying to bring into his business was primarily people that felt like $600 a month was too expensive. And so you go into business looking to work with those kind of people and you're going to run into some problems, right? You're going to find that those people aren't willing to pay more money to become high ticket coaches. They're not going to be willing to pay more money to work with an agency. They're not going to be more willing to work one-on-one -on -one to improve their marriage. They may buy your first product that's priced cheaper, but will they ascend and buy the more expensive products? And so my challenge to him, and this is my challenge to every single client that I work with, the very first thing we talk about is, are you targeting a rich marketplace? And so there are three main questions that I always encourage people to think about whenever you are trying to figure out, well, am I targeting a rich marketplace or not? And the first question is to say, well, am I targeting somebody who can afford to pay me? And so if you have a $3,000, a $5,000, a $10,000 product, a $50,000 product, the person that you're going after, the marketplace, the dream customer that you're trying to go after, can they afford to pay you? You know, one of the clients I was working with was an amazing student called Gloria. Um, I've actually worked with her myself as well. She's a wonderful, wonderful um, therapist and an amazing coach. And when Gloria started working with me, one of the things she would say to me is, Jamie, you know, I'm selling my program for 497 and 997. I'm doing a lot of payment plans for, you know, 200 bucks at a time. These people just can't afford to, to pay me. I said, well, who are these people? You know, she said, well, they're, you know, stay-at-home moms that want to fix their relationships, that they want to, you know, improve their lives. And I said, interesting. Out of everybody that you've ever worked with, who was the best client, the person that could afford to pay you that was just immediately all in and signed up right away? She said, well, and I can't remember their name, but I'll just give them a name for this episode. She said, oh, that was, that was Jennifer. You know, and Jennifer runs her own business. She's an entrepreneur. Uh, she's invested in herself. She has coaches for everything. And as soon as I started talking to her, she's like, yes, 100%. I want to do this work for, on myself. I want to improve. I don't want to get better in my relationship. It's an interesting. And so what I encourage Gloria to do is to start off by saying, okay, who are the people that can afford to pay me? And how can I target that rich marketplace? This is the very first step that I walk everybody through is, if we try and sell to a rich marketplace, we make our job a lot easier, a lot less challenging. And we're actually working with somebody who is willing 
and able to pay you what you deserve for the work that you're doing. The second thing, and this is super important, is as well as making sure that they can afford you, can you actually get this person a result? Now, this is something that a lot of people overlook. They say, oh, I'm going to go and serve uh, chiropractors or dentists or this person or that person. And they often have very little experience working with those individuals. And, you know, they're not able to get a very good result for them. So the second thing when you're thinking about your perfect marketplace is to not only think about can they afford you, but really also to think about, well, do I, can I actually get them a result? Am I going to be able to get them something that they can work on? And then the third thing, and this is probably the most important from a sense of fulfillment, a sense of purpose. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs say, if your business is very, very difficult to run, you don't need more motivation. You need a deeper purpose. Now, I think there was a very famous AMA that Elon Musk did. And somebody said, well, how do you get motivation every day as an entrepreneur? And he said, well, if you need motivation every day, then you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. It's a very hard line stance, but essentially what he was saying is that motivation alone is not going to get you there in business. You have to have a deeper purpose. You have to have a deeper why. And for me, where that deeper why starts with is working with the right clients. And so if you can go out there and you can say, okay, how can I target the rich marketplace and work with somebody that can afford to pay for my products and services? How can I target somebody that I can actually get a result for? And then third and finally, how do I work with somebody who I truly want to work with that there is a deeper why behind the reason I want to work with those individuals. If you can target just those one, two, and three things, then you're going to find that your job is a lot easier inside of the marketplace. So I hope this was valuable for you guys. I want to share a little nugget after my walk with Nate this morning. There's a couple more revelations that I had as I was talking with Nate. I'll share some of those on a later episode. But for now, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you've enjoyed the show, please make sure to subscribe. And since we're a newer podcast, leave a rating and review. Let us know what you think down below. And in just a second, I'm going to give you guys a little something to take away as well. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to head to podcastrebels.com to claim a free copy of our $2,000 program completely for free. We're covering about how our ASLs have constantly outperformed our webinars by three to five X. And in our five days to five high ticket sales a week program, we're going to be breaking down completely for free for you guys how in five short private podcast episodes, you can blow up your book calls, generate high ticket sales day in, day out. And it's using this audio sales letter or ASL for short. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Don't forget to head to podcastrebels.com. Make sure you guys grab a copy. And if you enjoyed this, we'll see you on the next episode.